Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for tuning in. Definitely happy to see that you are here listening to this episode, getting your week started on a high note with me. Here we go. So our interview this week is Mike Coast. Mike Coast commits himself to the game of hockey every single day. He works hard to stay on top of his game. He's a New Jersey native that is currently playing juniors in the EHL for Team Maryland. He is committed to play at Arcadia for their inaugural season next year. Listen to him talk about the ups and the downs of his hockey career, his family's love for the game, and he will share a few funny stories from his junior career. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Go ahead and give us five stars after you finish or before you start listening. It does no harm to anyone, and it just brings me so much delight if you give us five stars. So thank you for tuning in. Here we go. I'm going to ask you the same question now that I put the audio on. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask you with the same enthusiasm. <laughs> All right, so what happened here, Arm? I sprayed my AC joint two days ago playing uh, the Flyers about for two to three weeks now. Damn. Yeah, not fun, so. No, that blows. Blows a lot. Now I just got to stay here in Jersey, quarantine. I have to get my COVID test in the next couple of days, and then once I get that back, I have to report that to uh, Maryland, and then they look that over, and I'm allowed to come back and everything. Oh, so are you at home right now? Yes, I'm at home right now. Gotcha. Is it kind of nice to be home, though, for a bit? Yeah, it is. I've been missing home a lot since I actually left Maryland. I love the shore. I love the shore so much. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You don't have to get surgery or anything, right? It's just like yeah, rest no and recovery? Yeah, no surgery or anything. It's just, it's just sprained. I just got to wear this for throughout the day, take it off at night, and then when I head back to Maryland, our trainer's going to have me do some exercises and stuff to get it moving again, so I should be coming back soon that was a good picture you sent me the other day yeah i literally just that was the game that i actually got hurt too so i was having a great game i had a goal and assist and right at the end of the second coach puts us out there there's 20 seconds left and the puck goes in the corner and i just like kind of like hit this kid awkwardly and it just something happened I got off the ice, I was like, coach, something's not right, so then I got rushed to the hospital, and they checked it out and said it was my AC joint. What is your AC joint? Is that your elbow? I think it's, like, somewhere right here in your shoulder. It's kind of connected with your collarbone and your shoulder, so... I don't quite know. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Thank you for coming on. It's about time that we figured out. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been super busy, you know, with traveling and stuff. I didn't think it was going to be that hectic as soon as I got to Maryland, but we've been going every day. We've been playing. We were. We had two games. Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday off. And Saturday was my birthday, actually, so I got the day off, and then. Sunday we played, and that's the game I got hurt in, and then they played Monday and we lost, but we lost both games Sunday and Monday, but we've been going all over the place. My boyfriend, he's right here, he's always around. He How's it going, was man? was asking what team you play for. Play I play for Maryland. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Where are you from? New Jersey. Do you know any guys that go to Wilkes? Wilkes. I know, I know of Nick Godfrey. Yeah. I yeah, I yeah. know of him. No, there's a lot of guys. I play like... I was in New Jersey for like a month, so I know a lot of guys from up there. And then we have like a good amount of kids down in Wilkes that are from Jersey. Yeah, no, I played with, I forgot his last name. It starts with a D, he's a defenseman. He played Rockets, NCDC, when I was playing 16s. I played a few games with them. I think it's Del... Del Farrell? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I played he's he's down here. Yeah, he's uh, so you played New Jersey Titans growing up. Did you ever skate with their Null team? I did, actually. So when I was playing with the Titans, my stepdad was actually the assistant coach of the Null team. Who's your stepdad? Oh, Ty Armigan. Was Ooh. he there when you played? No. I was there when it was Bobby DeRico, Craig DeRemus, and then Gary Big. Yeah, no, that was the year before. As he was, so when the Titans became a null team, he was there the first year. That was it. Gotcha. So that was the year before DeRemus came in. Yes. Gotcha. So, yeah. so your stepdad played? Yeah, he played a little bit. I think the farthest he went was uh, Ryder University was the highest 
he uh, played, and then he coached a little bit in Trenton with Mike Havlin, and then he started his own company called the NJ Raiders. He started doing that around Jersey with tournaments and all that, and then a year or two after that, he got a call. He's been trying to get a job in Reading for the Reading Royals, mm-hmm. and he got a job there to be a like, slash assistant coach, video coach, so he did that for a year, and now he's just uh, coaching over here for the Renegades, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that how you got into playing? No, I got into playing when I was seven. My brother was five. My dad got us on the ice. He owned the rink in Jersey Shore Arena, right mm-hmm. um, right in Wall. When he started working there, we got on the ice, and we absolutely loved it. We were on the ice for maybe six to seven hours a day just messing around and stuff, and that's how we fell in love with it. That's awesome. What's the age difference between you and your brother a couple of years? My brother is 16. I just turned 19, so three, yeah. My brother plays for the Lincoln Stars in the USHL, actually. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's committed to Providence. (laughs) 2004, he's a beast. He's a big boy. So when you guys go at it, it's pretty competitive? Oh, yeah, we're probably, we're so competitive. It's actually just like Fletcher and Parker. We're so competitive on the ice. We try to kill each other basically every time we, we train and stuff. But we love it. It just makes us better every time we touch the ice. That's awesome. Are you excited to play with them at Arcadia? Oh, yeah, I'm so excited to play with Fletcher. I played with Fletcher and Parker last year in, in Rochester, but I wasn't there for that long. But I love playing with Fletcher and Parker. They're Two great kids. Is there anyone else that's committed there that you're excited to play with? Have you seen the roster? Yeah, I have. I'm really excited to play with Sam. Sam Whitehouse. He's a big boy. Oh my goodness. He's basically a, he's basically a man compared to me. But I'm excited to see what he can bring to the team. And I mean, I'm really excited to play with all the guys. I mean, I don't really know all of them exactly. I haven't really talked to each one of them individually, but I'm excited to meet all of them when we get to go in and everything, for sure. That's awesome. You talked about how last year you were only with the Monarchs for a short period of time. Was last year like a big up and down? Because I noticed you moved around a lot, but you also got committed. Yeah, last year was really tough for me. So I started the year off in Jamestown, and I thought that was where I was going to be for the whole year, but I wasn't quite ready for it, to be completely honest with you. I was playing high school hockey the year before, and all summer before I went to Jamestown, I trained trained as much as I can, and I thought I was going to be able to handle it, but the level of hockey, I wasn't quite ready for it. But before I went to Jamestown, I went to Rochester's camp, and that's where I actually met Vinny and Parker and Fletch. And we had our first camp, and they they fell in love with me, Coach Unger, and they ended up tendering me. So uh, Unger always told me I had a place to go no matter what after Jamestown if that didn't work out. So as soon as I knew that wasn't working out, I went right to Rochester, and I thought that was going to be exactly where I was going to stick. But, no, things got really hectic over there with the whole coaching change and everything. And then I didn't really get along with uh, Shane as much. We kind of had two opposite uh, point of views on the game and how things should be run. But he was a great guy. Things just weren't really working out for me. And I just I was also involved with the agency when I was playing last year. And they thought the right move for me was to go play in Utica. And when I got there... I wasn't, I was kind of in a slump. I had a really good first couple games and then I kind of went downhill from there. And they ended up telling me that I need to either pick it up or I'm done. So I ended up not really picking it up and then I got released and then I had nowhere else to go. And then Jamestown was kind, Jamestown's kind of with uh, Shannon Hawks in the null. So like if they want, if the Shannon Hawks want a guy and Jamestown's not playing a guy, they'll send him to Wyoming. And then that's where I went when uh, Coach Coombs came into the equation, told me I should really go play for Andy Shibes out in Wyoming. And when I went there, I absolutely fell in love with it. It actually took me two weeks before I went out there to tell myself this is where I need to go. And as soon as I got there, I was like, why didn't I go sooner? I loved it so much. It was so gorgeous. It was a great time for sure. That's awesome. I'm happy that you ended up finding a good fit for you. Yeah, no, it was a great fit for me. I honestly wish that's where I went right away after Jamestown because I I absolutely loved it. Not even just the hockey there, just the scenery and everything was so nice. We had practice early in the morning and then workout, and then we had the whole day to ourselves to go adventure around Wyoming. 
I loved it so much. I, I, I really want to go back there, to be honest with you soon. Take a visit down there. Is it really pretty out there? I've never been to Wyoming. Oh, yeah. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. We actually, uh, we played, I think it was Bozeman in Montana, mm-hmm. I think. If I'm correct. We went there, too, and I love Montana as well. It's it's so gorgeous. It's unreal. I've been to Bozeman. That's really, really pretty out there. Yeah, it's so pretty out there. <laughs> it's great. I honestly felt like I was on a vacation for a couple months. That's how I felt. It's really nice, though. Were you looking at committing to any other schools? No, I wasn't. Benny came out of the blue, actually. So after our season got shut down in Wyoming, I kind of was in a slump where deciding whether I was going to keep pursuing the game or not. And then I talked to Fletcher and Parker, and they told me, why wouldn't I not just go to Arcadia? So then the next day, I got a call from Vinny, and Vinny's like, I want you here and all that. So it was kind of a no-brainer for me to pick there, especially being with uh, Fletcher and Parker. If they had, Well, I know Fletcher's definitely going to be there, but hopefully Parker gets there for sure. It was a no-brainer for me to pick Arcadia for sure. That's awesome. So you weren't nervous about it being a new program or anything? No, not at all. I've all my confidence into going in Arcadia with Vinny. I know it's going to be a great group of guys we're going to bring in, so I'm really excited to get that going. So would you say that that 2019 season was, like, the biggest adversity that you had to face just moving? Yeah, I would say so. There was a lot of ups and downs, especially. I I take mental health very seriously, and I think that was probably the hardest year I had ever on myself, especially having to deal with still being in school. I was doing online school, and it was tough traveling all around doing the schoolwork and keeping up with hockey and stuff, especially knowing when you get to the level of juniors, you have you have a job, and if you don't do your job, they'll replace you. So I kind of always had that in the back of my head, and I had to focus on school, too, to keep my grades up in order to get committed to a highly um, educated school like Arcadia. So it was very tough that year, for sure. Wow. Are you nervous at all about you know, jumping from the junior level of play to playing in college? No, not at all. Not at all, actually. Um, I'm, like, I'm so ready to go. Like, I really wish the season was this year and everything. So um, I have full confidence I'll be able to adjust well with the guys and stuff. So I've been playing a lot of high-end high guys, so I'm, I'm very confident in going into the season for sure. Heck yeah, and you guys have been killing it this year, huh? Yeah, we have. We really have. We actually, uh, we just got another new kid that I heard about yesterday, Kyle Peters. Great kid. He's another great piece of the puzzle that we needed, and I can't wait for him to get started with us, so it's going to be good. What is your career highlight that you are most proud of? Most proud of? Yeah. I would have to say that from going from when I was a junior, I didn't play any travel hockey. I just played high school hockey. And I would say at the New Jersey high school level, it's not very good. You only practice twice a week. You only play a couple games then and there. And that was the whole year. So I wasn't training at all that season and everything. So I think my biggest highlight was that summer working really hard for me to get to Jamestown. So I feel like I accomplished something, especially going from straight from New Jersey uh, high school hockey to the Null was something I was very proud of myself. And I think I, another one is when I was playing my second year of U16 when I got called up to play for uh, the Rockets NCDC team for the rest of the season at a young age. So. That's another thing I've been, I was accomplished about for it. I think those are two really good accomplishments. It is really hard to go straight from high school to the Nall. Yeah, um, no, it, it's, a, it's a big difference for sure. <laughs> if you watch the, the high school hockey games, they're nothing compared to the Nall level at all. How do you, like, do you know when they scouted you? Did you have a big game when their coach saw you or something? And the Jamestown coach? Mm-hmm. Or, so. I knew, so my dad was involved with, so he was involved with the Aston Rebels, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was involved with the Philly Rebels. When I was at the 16 level, I was practicing with them and stuff when my stepdad would go. So then when they got to Jamestown, that's when I was basically ready to play where I was expected to come into the group. So Coomsey's known me for a while. He's been watching me grow up since I was a little kid, so... 
he's been watching me forever, and then he gave me the chance to come out to main camp, and I kind of, you know, lit it up, and he said, you know, why not, we need you and stuff, and then things didn't really work out when I got there, and that's when I went to Rochester. Who's been your favorite coach to play for so far? Favorite coach? Fusco. 100% Fusco. He is hands down the best coach I've had so far in my hockey career. Oh, yeah? Hands, hands down. Let's see, which team did he coach you at? He's coaching me right now. Oh, hell yeah, okay. Right now, yeah, right now. He's he's the best coach I've ever had, for sure. He's, he, everything he brings to the table. Um, well, at Maryland, we, we have an assistant coach. His name is Reed, and he's not, he's around, but not as around as much. And, you know, as a head coach, you have a lot of responsibilities, and he's responsible for everything. So after games, when we have to put our dirty laundry kitchen, he, he has to do it and all that, and it just, it's great seeing him take over everything, especially just one guy doing it. So just he's a great guy. I love him so much. That's awesome to have such a – it's awesome to find such a good coach at a pivotal time in your career. Yeah, no, finding the right coach is so hard, but I'm so happy that I got to find the right coach before I head off to Vinny for, uh, for sure. So, I mean – He's he's been he's been there for me a lot this season so far, especially when I got hurt. He told me, you know, don't worry about it, you'll bounce back and everything. He kind of picked me up, and usually if I've been hurt, I've kind of like slumped around, like I've been really upset, like with myself that I'm injured. But now I'm kind of just confident coming back and trying to get a speedy recovery and destroy it when I get back again. <laughs> so. There you go. Is this the only hockey injury you've had? No, I've I've actually had a lot of injuries. I've had maybe three concussions. I've broke my collarbone. I broke my foot before. I've I've been all over all over the place with injuries. To be honest with you. Oh my god. Yeah. Jeez. Is it on the same shoulder, the collarbone that you broke? No, it's on this. I broke this one, and then I sprained my AC joint here. So thank God it wasn't though. Yeah. Really. So are you just relaxing right now? Or Yeah, kind of relaxing, trying to keep up on some uh, TV shows I've been trying to watch and stuff. So just kind of chilling. Kind of, I kind of have to just chill in the house and stuff, especially because i got to get my COVID test, make sure that comes back negative. And if it doesn't, I have to be here for another two weeks. So back in Maryland, we're in a bubble, so we can't, we can't do anything outside of practicing and playing. So... It's tough for me to go out, and I can't even really, like, go out to eat at a restaurant. So I've been just ordering food and stuff and staying low so that I can get right back into things when I go to Maryland. What do you mean you guys are in a bubble? What about, like, building well, and like, stuff? I'm not, like, we're not in a bubble, but we're only allowed to – we have practice at 11 o'clock. We wake up around 9. We head straight to the rink. Then after practice, we work out at the rink, and then we head straight back home at curfews at 5 o'clock. Are you serious? Yeah, so we're we're basically in a bubble. We're not allowed to do anything. The billets know that we're not allowed to do anything. We have to be back at 5. It's basically a bubble. Are you going crazy? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I I would go crazy. (laughs) I would say so, but I'm just happy I'm not too far away from home. Especially because when we played in um, our recent games in Philly, we were allowed to have fans there, not in Maryland yet. So it's good that my parents and stuff are able to come to those games. And I'm allowed to see them then. So still going crazy though, but got a long ways to go. <laughs> I know it's interesting to see how all the different teams are dealing with COVID. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is, especially because. When we were just in, in Aston, things were so hectic. When we play at our rink in Maryland, we have a rink that we, that's our home rink that we can't play right now, but we play at a different rink. And before we, you have to sign the papers and everything, get your temperature checked. We go to Philly and you can just walk right in. Mm-hmm. There's no one checking temperatures. No, like, doesn't matter how many people are there. So as soon as we got there, our coach pulled us in the locker room and was like, you guys need to stay away from the stands, like keep your mask on, use hand sanitizer. We were kind of all freaked out because we haven't been around a big group like that. 
it was scary, but we got through it. Parker and Fletcher were telling me that Boston, you can't, like, touch each other in the games. There's no contact. Are you see? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I also just heard that New Hampshire got shut down not too long ago, maybe, like, three or four days ago. So crazy. My buddy plays for New Hampshire, and I got the call, and he's like, yeah, they shut down. I'm like, oh, crap. Hopefully we don't shut down soon. That would be terrible. I know. I think about that, and, like, how many people take this season and, like, fight through it, or if, like, this season will lead to a lot of people being like, well, you know, maybe I should start my life. Maybe I should do something else. Yeah, that's when you can tell the difference between an actual hockey player and Someone that just calls himself a hockey player. And the people that just call themselves a hockey player will just show up, put their gear on, and then deal with it. But they really just want to, you know, be back home with their buddies and be able to do what they want. But the players that really want to be here, you can tell them, yes, they're working hard every day during practice, even during the workouts. And it shows in games for us right now the guys that are working hard and the guys who aren't. So Where else are the people on your team committed to? Do you guys have Um, a lot of college commitments? I'm the only kid right now committed at the moment how does that feel are you like hell yeah i'm like yeah i'm like hell yeah a little bit it's a little bit of a confidence booster but we have two kids on our team right now his name's sawyer and halen they're actually going to visit arcadia this saturday so Vinny's very interested in those guys and that's where i'm actually going back to uh, maryland i'm meeting them in Philly and then going to Philly to Maryland back with them. Have you ever, like, tripped around Philly? No, not yet. I'm excited to, though. I heard it's great. I'm really excited, especially being, like, I love New York City a lot, and me going to another major city like Philly, I'm pretty excited being around that. We're, like, only a 15-minute train into the city, so I'm sure the guys are always going to be in downtown Philly having a great time. That's awesome. I want to go explore because we're in Wilkes and I've never been to Philly. Yeah, Vinny's been exploring a lot. When I went to Philly to visit, he brought me to this great taco place. I forgot the name of it, but it was so good. Uh, He's been exploring a lot, so. Was COVID going on when you did your tour or were you able to get like the full experience of what campus and everything will be like? Yeah, I wasn't able to see a lot of the stuff, like the classrooms and all that. I was only allowed to really see the outside of it, the outskirts of it. But I actually committed before I even saw the school. Really? Before I visited and everything, yeah. I I, I put my my whole self in Vinny's hands, and I trust him a lot, and I know he's going to develop me and the other guys. So it's, it's, it's definitely going to be the right fit for me. He seems like a great guy, so I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, no, he's hands down a great guy for sure. What is one goal you want to accomplish within the next year? The next year. My big goal is basically just to keep scoring, keep getting points, you know, just really trying to help our team win. And we have a great group of guys this year, and we I don't think we're really expected to be what we were. We are now today. So we we have really have something to look forward to, you know, trying to win win the championship or something is coming up. Are you guys ranked number one for your league? I think we're ranked number two under the 87s. Okay. And then I saw two days ago in the power rankings we're ranked fourth. That's not bad. No, not bad at all. <laughs> not bad at all. How exciting, yeah. Yeah. And you didn't think that you guys were going to be that good? So, I don't know. Personally, I came in with the right attitude of helping the team, and no matter the group of guys we had, to try to make everyone better. Mm -hmm. But from what I heard, I was we were a good team and everything, but when when I came in and then we had two other, you know, two other guys come in after me, we kind of just all came together as a family and as a team and we have something great here and we just connected all well even on the ice we all connect really well and even off the ice and not a lot of teams have that and we're 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 fortunate to have that this year do you think that like the bubble is keeping you guys from having any team drama or anything it's like purely just focused on hockey yeah i would say so yeah, I mean, there are, I mean, even myself, like, you know, you kind of get distracted, like, you want to go do things and stuff, but, you know, we just got to keep our heads on straight and just deal with it this year. I feel that.
Yeah. I mean, it's not like like everyone else is dealing with it, so we got to deal with it as well. Just got to keep going through it. Yeah. Just a crazy year. Very crazy. What is the best career decision you have ever made, and what is the worst career decision you have ever made? Best career decision I've ever made was coming here. Yeah. Coming to Ireland was my best decision, and my worst decision was when I was, I don't know if I should be saying this on the podcast, but when I was 16. I can edit it out if you Yeah, know. no, when I was 16, I was dating a girl. And that's when I went to Hamilton. I was, so when I was younger, I was like really good. I was like my brother, you know. And at that age, I went to Hamilton, um, Hamilton Bulldogs main camp at the OHL. And I made their team. And I was told to go out to their, uh, their exhibition games, all that. And I said, no. I stayed back home for the girlfriend and, you know, it wasn't the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> Definitely the worst one. Isn't that an interesting thing to think? Because with the hockey lifestyle, or like really any sports lifestyle, you travel around so much. So it's like one of those things where it's just like difficult to have a relationship because you're like always gone and moving. Yeah, always gone. We're always traveling and it's tough. But right now you kind of just got to focus on one thing. It's definitely something I've been working on, for sure. Interesting. I was talking to... He was playing in the Southern Professional League, and he said that he quit playing because his girlfriend and them were, like, ready to, like, get engaged in everything. So he quit playing yeah. for her, and then they broke up. And I was yeah. like, that's uh, insane. Like, I would, like... That's, ah, just crazy. Yeah, that's, that's something hard to get over. And, you know, it's kind of been hard for me to get over that, too. Especially, I think about it every day. Why didn't I go, like... Stupid. I don't even, now I'm just strangers with this girl. I don't even know who she is anymore. And I just, it was such a big life decision that could have had me on the right path since I was 16. What advice would you give your younger self? So would it almost fall in line with that to like follow your career more? Yeah, follow your career, especially if you're dating someone, you both have um, different dreams, different goals. And, you know, they should be there to support you no matter what. That's definitely something I would, I would say. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a high> <laughs> no. No, but it is. It's like, okay, this is my passion, and what am I willing to sacrifice for it, and what am I not? Yeah, and that's something I've realized growing up and maturing that it's you gotta you gotta do what you want in life. You only you only live once, so you gotta go for it. Do you have anything on your bucket list that you want to do? What do you mean, like what, what like want to do, basically? Like, I would say, like, with your career, is there anything on your bucket list, like the rest of juniors or something with college that you're excited for? So for juniors, I really just want to light it up this year. I mm-hmm. kind of want to get a lot of points, as I said. And then as soon as I get to Arcadia, I want to be a really big impact on the team. So that's some as a younger guy on the team, I want to be – I want to be in the lineup, you know, I want to, I want to compete, I want to make guys better, so that's something I really want to do, and especially after Arcadia, I want to play pro hockey, even if it's in the SP or it's in the ECHL, it's still a goal to pursue after, after college hockey. Have you thought about who you would want to be on your line at Arcadia? Mm, my line at Arcadia, I would definitely say Parker. Yeah. Parker's Parker at right now. Other guys I'm not really sure about, but definitely Parker. Me and him really connect well, especially when we were in Rochester. We were, we were little goofballs with each other, for sure. <laughs> it was a great time. But That's awesome. What's yeah. that? One of the reasons why you were okay with going to a new team, because it kind of means, like, as a freshman, you really do get a fighting chance of being able to play every game. I also thought, as so as a whole new team, I think it's something great. You kind of get a fresh start. You're not coming into a program where there's already seniors, there's already guys that have been there. You're all coming into the same thing. You're all in the same positions, basically. Pick up all of ourselves and make the team better every day and, you know, go around the school and kind of, it's, it's going to be all new for all of us. Again, really excited about it. But some nerves are going to come in and when it gets closer and closer. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. But how exciting is that first college game going to be? Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be so exciting. <laughs> I don't, I can't even, it's going to be, there's going to be so many mixed emotions going into that game that, I don't know, it's going to, I don't even, I'm speechless talking about it, so. <laughs> I know, Just, I think about it for you and I get excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Looking, really looking forward to it. Your big goal score, what's your best move out there? Shoot. Yeah. I don't really. So in Jamestown, when I did the main camp and stuff, I think I had maybe six breakaways. And I made a move every time. And my, the coach of, uh, Jamestown, Joe Coombs, he's like, why are you, why are you making a move? Just shoot it. So the next game, I get a breakaway, I shoot it, I score. So now since that day, I just been shooting the puck, not really making a move. Maybe just a little pump fake to get the goalie on his knees and then, Shoot it high, but yeah, I just, I just have to shoot the puck. That's really, that's really my go-to move. Hell yeah. The other day I was at men's league out here, because <laughs> that's all I play now. Yeah, all men's, <laughs> I was at men's league. And this guy, he like looked down the bench and he was like, guys, just get me the puck. I'm real big on one-timers. Oh my, like, oh my god. Oh my god, did you? you <laughs> that is crazy. I think I would laugh if I heard a guy say that, a grown man say that. Oh my god, I know. I just like turned around. I was like, wow. I That's, love it. Those are the tryhard guys. That's hilarious though. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, that, that is actually really funny. I've never heard that before. I've heard about the guys on Men's League that just stay out there and don't change, but I've never heard someone say that. (laughs) It's so funny. You were saying that you want to play professional after college. Do you have anything, like an alternative? Like, what are you majoring in in college? I'm actually undecided right now. I've kind of never really thought of life after hockey. So that's something that when I get to college, when I get my major and stuff that... I kind of need to sit down with coach and talk about if things aren't really going to work out afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I'm really confident if I really work hard and I, I stay on track that I should should get something after college. So, but, yeah, I'm still trying to really think what I want to major in, but I think it might just be business, to be completely honest with you, just the, the norm. Yeah, it's but, very versatile. Yeah. It's not bad. And, like, I feel like so many guys that play hockey want to do something aligned with the sport afterwards, and there's not really, like, much you can major in this with that. There's not, like, a coaching degree or something. Yeah, I think for sure if I was – so if things didn't work out and, you know, I wanted to stick around hockey, I think I would definitely do something as being – trying to be a skill coach for a team. So that's something I think I'd want to do for sure is be a skill coach. That'd be awesome. What age would you work with? I'd want to work with the older guys, like around junior level. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe if Fusco is still here, and or even our Arcadia, maybe I can be something like something for them afterwards if things don't work out. Maybe just be a skill coach for Arcadia if Vinny was still there and everything. Definitely, that'd be unreal. Yeah, what? I would really want to do that if things didn't work out after we used to go coach Arcadia. That'd be something really cool to do. What do you admire most in the world? I feel like you're going to say hockey. Yeah, it's <laughs> hockey. I've been playing the sport since I was seven, and it's all I've been doing. You know, um, Hockey's been a really big part of my life. It really keeps me whole, and it's something that my brother and my family has we've been doing since I've been growing up. There's really been nothing else. You know, you hear about the kids that grow up and play six different sports and how I just, I played hockey all year, all summer. It was an all-around thing for me and my brother growing up. Yeah, your family seems like they're very intertwined with it. Yeah, we really are. Does your mom play? No, she did not play, but she used to play a lot. She's a me. Who would win if it was like you... Your stepdad and you all out there on the ice. Oh, so on Thanksgiving, we always do this. We always play three post outside and we always battle it out. But three years ago, I would say my stepdad had a harder shot than me. But to this day, no, no way. My shot's the hardest in the family. Oh, really? Yeah, no, that's always been the competition who shots the best and I think I'm winning in that for sure right now. Have you ever gotten one of those speed radar things? 
Oh yeah, I have before. <laughs> yeah. We have. We've actually ordered one off of Amazon. I think it was two Christmases ago. We got one, and I don't really think it worked. But <laughs> yeah, we tried it out. But it, I was mine was still the hardest. Did so. it not work, or did you break it too fast? Oh, I think I broke it. Yeah. <laughs> How hard my shot is, I definitely broke the thing. Are you gonna go watch your brother play while you have time off right now? Or? Probably not, especially because he's all the way. Um, in Nebraska, so I kind of just have to be here for the week and quarantine and get my COVID test so that I can go right back to Maryland. I, I wish I can go out there and go see him, but it's a little too far for me yeah. to travel out there. Especially if I traveled out there, I'd have to be there for two weeks and then wherever I come back to, be there for two weeks again and then head off to Maryland. So I'll be missing a lot of games, even though I'm out for two to three weeks. So what do you like to do outside of hockey? Watch hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch hockey. I like nature a lot. You know, I'll go on my walks. I like going by the beach and stuff. But, you know, I like to fish as well. I like to paddleboard. You know, all the things along the shore I like doing outside of hockey. But usually in the summer and everything is just hockey, hockey, hockey. I you hardly get those days off. Do you ever go deep sea fishing? My dad has. I haven't. I'm actually a little terrified to go. Really? Yeah, no. He spearfishes and everything, but... See, that would scare me. I don't know. If yeah, I no, like, that. I've gone spearfishing before, but I haven't gone, like, deep, deep, for sure. No, I don't think I would do that. That kind of scares me. Yeah. No, that one freaks me out, but I've been deep sea fishing before. Did you like it or no? Kind of. <laughs> I worked on a fishing charter on a lake for like three summers in a row, and I didn't think about it because the lake is really flat, so I was like, oh, like, I'm good. And then we went on the ocean, and I got so seasick. <laughs> yeah, this past, this past summer, actually, I worked at a marina where my dad's boat is, and, you know, I was in charge of keeping those boats clean and everything that were poured out to the ocean and stuff, so... I was uh, I was around the water a lot this summer. Yeah, did you like uh, doing that? Yeah, I loved it. Loved it a lot. I'm big into hiking and everything too. It's like it's so yeah, nice. Same. Yeah, it's so relaxing. And it's like here, it's so beautiful. Are you excited for the foliage? Yeah, right now it's uh it's kind of a crappy day here, so you know. Yeah. And it's been raining since maybe around nine o'clock. But Damn. It's nicer out. Hopefully. All right. Do you have any good stories from your season so far? Two days ago when we played in Aston, my rookie actually got pulled over. That's probably the best story I have so far. <laughs> pulled over. He got pulled over for speeding, so that's really the only story I have so far this season for you. He's definitely getting fined for that one when I get back. Oh, there we go. What's the funniest fine that you've heard? And it doesn't just have to oh, be this oh. season. I don't think I can say it out no. loud. Yeah, no, I don't think I can say it out loud. What about but, something that's like censored for the podcast? Mm, censored for the podcast. <laughs> you see, the thing with those fines, they're not all censored. There's really, there's none that are censored. Maybe the most censored what I can get for you is if a guy left um, the water bottles and he was in charge for them and he got find a dollar. That's the most sensitive one I can give you. Oh my god. What's the most you've ever been fined? Oh, I was fined. Oh, this is actually funny. When I <laughs> so when I uh, left Jamestown and went to Rochester, I got fined like 30 bucks for being a rookie. I got fined like Welcome to the league. Welcome to the NCDC. Welcome to Rochester. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? And the funny thing was, I played NCDC before those guys did when I was at the 16 level and I played against Rochester at the time. So I was like, there's no way I'm paying for this. There's no way. I'm not paying 30 bucks per farm. I've never, I don't think I paid it, but that's the most I've ever been fined. Yeah, that's an aggressive one. Yeah, very aggressive. <laughs> and, and it came out, and it came out to me actually not even being a rookie after that because we had rookie dinner. And, you know, for our rookie dinner, we got all of our guys dressed up in girl outfits and stuff. Mm -hmm. So Parker was actually dressed up in an outfit and everything. But, yeah, after that, they kind of were like, yeah, he's not a rookie. So I wasn't really a rookie <laughs> last year in Rochester. You know, I wasn't there for very long. So have you ever had to dress up, or did you get out of it at all the places? Oh, I got out of it. I got out of it. I got out of it. 
even though they um so in Jamestown I left little or I left early enough so that I didn't have to do that. In Rochester, that's when they've realized that I wasn't a rookie, and then all the other teams I played for already did all their rookie stuff, rookie dinners and everything. So I've never, I've never had the experience of getting dressed up and being a girl for the night. But <laughs> I kind of wish, looking back at it now in Rochester, I wish I just did it. I laughed, I laugh now to this day that you know I look at my Snapchat memories and see from that night. I think it was a couple days ago actually that popped up, and I was like, dang, I wish I did it for fun. Yeah, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was funny, too. After that night, we did uh, who was the best dressed. So we moved the tables, and there was a runway. We had her, We had the person taking our order, um, you know, raid all the guys, and the guys had to do a move, like a, like a runway. It was so funny. I think Parker's was the best, too. He, like, slapped his ass at the end of it. It was, it was hilarious. He, like, dropped down. So funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's so funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any superstitions or anything that you follow before your games? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a list of them. So we have been having early games, which I'm not really a morning person, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm used to the later games around 7.30. So I've kind of been adjusting to changing my, my routine up a little bit. But a big one for me is when I get to the rink, I go straight to my sticks, straight to my sticks, and I tape them up, and then I put the blades facing up where they're not touching the ground. If my if someone t- touches my stick and they put it on the ground, I gotta retape it. That's a that's a big one for me. I actually learned that from my uh, one of my closest buddies, Ryan Malco. When I played with him at the Titans, he used to do that, and I was a younger guy there at the Titans too. And you know, it's something I've been doing ever since. Is that um, it? Just taping it? No, and I tie, I tie, um, I start everything on my right side. You know, I'll put mm-hmm. on my right sock first, I'll put on my knee pad first, my skate, my glove, that's, that's another big one for me. And then when I get on the ice side for warm-ups, I have my little things I do, and then at the end of warm-ups, I have a water bottle on the bench, and I'll, you know, I'll drink it once, tap it three times, drink it again, tap it twice, drop Drink it one more time, tap it once, and then I'll spit the water out. That's the big thing I've been doing since I was in Jamestown. Okay. I saw in the AHL, I was watching one of the games. I forget who it was. I honestly don't remember. But this goalie, after every time that his team scored, he would just take a swig of water and then, like, th- like toss the it's water bottle. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh, he does it every single time. Yeah, no, that's weird. I've never seen that before. No, it was the only time I had seen that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never seen that before. All my years of playing hockey, no, I don't see that after scoring a goal. Yeah. Which team that you've been on had the best locker room atmosphere? Yeah, again, here, Maryland. I was going to say, I feel like that's so important for, like, a winning team. Yeah, no, it's it's since since the first day I got there, I kind of felt like I was part of the family right away. Without even meeting all the guys, I've only I only met two of the guys that picked me up from the rink, and I, as soon as I got there, I felt close. Mm-hmm. So there was no hesitation. There's been so when I went to Rochester, I was brought in right away too, and stuff. But when I went to Utica, it was tough. Like it wasn't such a great locker room experience. You know, there was you had your group of guys that would hang out, like you want to hang out as a whole, and that's something I disliked a lot. So. Yeah, no, but Maryland is for sure the best, best yeah. atmosphere I've had playing, playing hockey. So I went to Utica College. That's my alma mater. You, oh my God, I love that rink. It's love really nice, rink. huh? I'm actually so pumped because apparently our first, our second game or our first league game or something like that is at Utica. Really? At home for their home opener. And I know that's going to be crazy because they get a lot of fans and all that. So that's one of the biggest games I've been looking forward to. It's really so much fun. One. What's it like playing juniors there, though? What do you guys do? Because there's not too much going on in that town. We did nothing. <laughs> we literally absolutely did nothing. We would go to practice and then our workout was at a different place. And then we would just go back to our billet houses. There was really not much to do. So that was 
that was probably the most boring places I played, but definitely the best rink I played in for sure. Yeah, I was just, as soon as I got there, I was like, there's no way this is our home rink. I get to practice here every day. Like, I was so excited for that. Yeah, it's like an unreal place. And you guys had your own locker room and everything. Is it all decked out? It wasn't decked out when I was there, but apparently there it's decked out this year. Yeah, they were a new team last year, so they really didn't have everything set up how they wanted it. So I think this year they kind of, you know, really got it going where they want it to be but yet again I don't think they're doing too hot this season I think their first game for the Utica and CDC team they lost like 9 nothing, really? or, or something like that yeah and that's crazy I've been hearing I was talking to one of my close buddies yesterday uh, his name's Rich he played on the Rochester team as well and he told me there was a team in the Null that lost 10 nothing. like you never see that you hardly ever see that and that was just crazy to hear. Yeah, no, that is kind of crazy. You guys have cool jerseys. I was just looking at your picture on Elite Prospects. Yeah, I'm a fan like of the black those. ones. I like the black ones a lot. We we just started wearing the black ones, but in my EP picture, it's the white one. But mm-hmm. I love the black ones. Love the black ones. I think it's because I've been playing a lot better with the black ones on, and but I think they look fresh as well. Yeah. Is that the coolest jersey that you've had so far? I would say the black ones are, yeah. Have you been involved in designing the Arcadia jerseys at all? No. They already had it all set up, kind of their idea of things, but we're going to have pretty uh, pretty sick jerseys. That's all I can say. We're going to have a nice setup for sure. Hell yeah. Well, I don't know why this didn't register in my head when I was doing the interview with Fletcher. Like, I didn't realize that there were guys on the hockey team that had already started school there. I thought everyone was just postponing until the hockey team started. Yeah, Yeah, so actually this year I was going to do exactly what our other guys were doing. I was just going to go to school online. Well, actually, at first, I was going to go to school on campus. Everyone was, and we were going to train with Vinny at our rink. And three weeks before we're actually supposed to go to school, they're, like, shut down. We had to do all online. So I was like, what's the point of paying for all online if I just go play another year of juniors? So it kind of uh, came to register in my head that I just need to play another year of juniors and then go in the next year when I should be. Yeah, you didn't think about maybe, like, playing out the rest of juniors? My biggest thing for me was I didn't want to be an age-out, but I'm still not going to be age-out. Mm-hmm. I have next year, too. But we have, I think, over five guys that are age-outs that are... Well, Fletcher just turned 21, actually. So Fletcher is 21, and we have a bunch of 99s that were age-outs last year, so they're either just... I think all of our age-outs are attending online classes, I think. So they're doing that, getting their credits and all that set up for uh, next year. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy, but I guess this is the best year to do that because it's like if you're going to have like a a season where your team's not going to play, it might as well be this year when like no one's really playing. It really is, especially because I think it was just – Two days ago, I heard that the league that Geneseo plays in just completely shut down their season. Oh, my God. I know this kid. He His name is Jasper, and uh, he lives with my boyfriend and I in the summers, and he goes to SUNY Fredonia. Uh, and they yeah. just, yeah, all the SUNY schools, they canceled their season, which is insane. Yeah, that's that's really heartbreaking for all the seniors out there. Yeah, so he's thinking, he's like, well, because he's a senior, so he's like, do I go straight into playing pro or do I transfer to a school that's having a season? Because he's still like, I don't know. It's just craziness. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and it all sucks, but it's something everyone's dealing with right now as a whole. What would you do for your birthday? My birthday. So my girlfriend actually came and surprised me on my birthday. And then we had practice that day, actually. That's really all I did, and I got Chipotle. That's it? (laughs) That was kind of my day. How does it feel being 19, like an old man? Yeah. (laughs) 18 was where I just want to stay 18. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like being the younger guy, but quite honestly, I'm still one of the youngest. I think we we have... two younger guys than me on Maryland, that I'm the youngest of one we have. Damn. So, so yeah. you guys have an older team. 
Yeah, we do have an older older team. Do you like that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I like I like being the younger guy, especially if, if I'm performing. You know, it kind of stands out being the younger guy. I like it a lot. Me and my brother have always been the the youngest on our teams growing up. Especially him now. He's I think he I think yeah he is. He's the youngest guy in his team right now in the USHL. So it's a it's a big difference for sure. Him being an 04, just turned 16. He's gonna. He's going to do great this year, for sure. Yeah, wow, he's only 16. Yeah, he's only 16. <laughs> so we'll always battle it out, though. Yeah, hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, always well. <laughs> You've said before that you really just play hockey, but you don't compete in any other sports with him? No. <laughs> no. I mean, no. We, I mean, I'm not, like, the big difference between me and my brother, like, so, after we're done training and stuff, we have the day off, I'll just, you know, I'll go outside and work on my game a little more, and he'll do the same, but he, he's big with Xbox, I'm not, I'm okay. not big with the whole gaming console yeah. thing, so I've never really, uh, that's probably something that if I got into, me and him would compete really hard on Xbox, for sure, but other than hockey, that's really it. We compete on, you know, who's taller and who weighs more, but he'll never beat me in that. Never. No. I think he's like maybe five. I think he's five eleven, one sixty right now, and I'm six two, one ninety. So you're six two. Yeah. Damn, touching the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> growing. Hopefully, I keep growing. Just chugging the protein powder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I normally like to end it with like saying what you would tell your ten year old self, like what advice you would give yourself. But I feel like you already did that. Do you have anything else that you would want to throw in? No, I think that was the best I could really give myself. Was what I told you about the the whole thing that happened when I was younger. That's probably the biggest thing. That definitely is. Has there been anything else that's like made you waver, kind of, or have you been just very focused and goal oriented since then? Very focused. Very focused, you know, really dialed in. You know, growing up around when I was like 15, 16, like I was very serious around, you know, playing hockey and stuff. And then I kind of grew out of it. You know, I kind of, I had to realize that you're either a hockey player or you're not. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to be. I want to be a hockey player. And, you know, there's things that you need to do in order to be a hockey player. You know, if you got to miss you know, going out with your friends one night and you got to train or you're missing a party or something, like, you got to realize, like, these are your goals and, you know, you have to sacrifice things. And that's something I've really uh, came down on myself turning 19 now. So it's something I would I would tell anyone growing up, you know, you need to focus on your goals and your dreams and what's important in life. Is there any advice that you've heard, like maybe something your coaches, your parents have told you that's really, like, helped with your career? Play with confidence. Yeah. That's probably one of the, one of the other biggest things. When I play with confidence, I, I realize that I'm unstoppable. You know, it's hard to play against me. And, you know, it's the same for my brother, too. We're kind of the same player head-wise. When we're, when we're in our heads and our thoughts, like, our game goes to crap. You know, we can't do anything. Even if we feel great, we're doing all this, we're in our heads. But when we play with confidence and where we play the way we should be, then things happen. That's awesome. Well, thanks for letting me interview you. I'm so happy yeah, you no, finally no, figured it out. You. you know, it's, we've been trying, we've been phone tagging, texting a lot, you know, when, when this is going to happen. I'm really happy it finally did. I so. know. I was thinking that you were getting nervous. Some cold Yeah, no, heat. I actually, I'll be honest with you, I did call Vinny before this. I was like, oh, like, what are things I'd say? Like, don't say. I was like, I was like, I'm really nervous. For this is kind of my first, like, interview podcasting, but I was really excited for it. Hopefully one of many. I'm sure we'll see your yeah. name in the future. Yeah, no, you will for sure. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You too. Thank you.